It's the Sage Against the Machine podcast, brought to you by Average Outlaw Studios. Hello, hello. Isaac White in the house. What's going on? Myself, Joshua, Average Outlaw, and guy who does weird things. Yeah, the you do do of, weird things. The good kind of weird, not not, not the Epstein Island kind of weird. Well, not Epstein Island <laughs> kind of weird. I didn't think you were going to go that far. <laughs> That was a little bit of a shock. Was I? I was editing the other podcast today, so. Oh, you know what? Did you? Um, so I saw on Facebook. I know, like this isn't like necessarily pertinent to what we're going to talk about, but um, have you seen the? Have you seen the, the conspiracy theory shit around Tom Hanks? I I haven't in Epstein. I haven't particularly. But men are our people into that shit. There really are. And I was I, I saw one the other day and like I'm not gonna name anybody, but if they listen to this, they'll probably know who, that I'm talking about them. And you are. And I am. <laughs> um but uh this person put up something and they're big into the conspiracies and I've gotten into multiple like pointless like trying to, you know, just say like, well this is what the facts are. <laughs> And that doesn't fuck good. you in logic, right? <laughs> and uh, but anyway, it was just like about Tom Hanks and that uh, he was arrested and he was on, uh, you know, the whole thing. He was he's in uh, Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs and all that shit. So I like just just out of curiosity did a like three minutes of like reading and right away that one because th- there's people on there who say. The BBC ran a headline that said that Tom Hanks was um, charged, re- arrested and charged huh. in connection to like Epstein shit, yeah. which was not true. Right. And then... We have a thing called records, you mean? Yeah. And the whole thing with uh, the flight logs, apparently that, I, like I said, I only read for three minutes. Yeah. Apparently that's not true either. I can't really say that with 100%, you know, as a journalist. <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm 100% confident in that, but right. it looks like that's not true either. Right. And I just wonder what <laughs> wonder what the motivation is behind trying to, you know, slur Tom Hanks. Yeah, maybe it's uh, the Golden Cow thing. I don't know. Like, like taking down symbols. Oh, the Golden Cow. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. I mean, there's a few untouchables. There's you know, there's Mr. Rogers, who seems to be a delightful person. Yes. Or was a delightful person. Now yep. he's very dead. An actual one. <laughs> An actual one. Um, um, Bob Ross seems to be a decent fella. Yep. A bit of a player, but nothing out of I it. No did you see the movie about him yet? I did. Is it good? Yeah. I didn't even watch it yet. Yeah, I watched a documentary. Who yeah. plays? Uh, oh, is, that the, is that James Franco? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see the like fictionalized movie. I saw. No, no, no. Yeah, there's a fictionalized oh, movie it? coming out. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't watch the documentary yet either. I watched the documentary. It was sad because they think maybe he got cancer because he used he used oil paint. Lead paint? Uh, no, just oil based. And but the acetone and the uh, paint thinner. You watch the end. He always yeah. he always cleans off his brush and he yeah, wipes, he, he wipes it. He, they said the whole studio would smell like paint thinner. So. Yeah, just Brilliant. years of that. Holy. Just, just, you know, chemical exposure. It makes a kind of sense. Oh, that does make sense. I didn't know that acetone could do that. Although if the air is completely saturated <laughs> with it, For I could years see. years on end, yeah. yeah. you're breathing in those particulates. Yeah, I mean, we're finding out a lot of stuff that we thought was completely safe. Is, True. 
Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, they thought lead paint was safe. Right. Asbestos? Asbestos. Asbestos is all natural. Yeah. I love that. I I love to talk about that. (gasps) Someone says something's all natural. So is asbestos. Yeah. That was, I think I've heard, I have heard that before. It's a a rock. They mine it. I just, you know what I mean? Like, you, honestly, when you think about it, I think you and I were talking about this before. When you actually look at, you know, the progression of human society, like, we, you realize, like, even at your current moment of time, like, this is the most advanced humanity's ever been. We still don't really know shit. No. You know? It's a drop in the bucket. We don't even like, know if we're a computer simulation or if we're in a multiverse or... And nothing, nothing, none of it really matters, like, ultimately. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to go like this. See, like, you are... You, you are quick to turn me from, like, the worst fucking pessimist in the world <laughs> into, like, sounding like a goddamn all, like, cheerleader fucking hippie or something. You're going to bring the good news. Holy moly. The word of the Lord. And I'm, like, the most rottenest Eeyore motherfucker <laughs> on the planet. I don't mean it doesn't matter in, like, a bad way either. Yeah, I know. But it's, like, ultimately, because well, when I was a kid, I would fucking be up all night. I, I would stay up all night thinking about things like this, and it would, like... I would cry and <laughs> be scared. Me too. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if everybody does this, but I, I think if you're... I don't think so. If you're of a certain wattage, you do. Yeah, that's. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Like, And we have talked about that before, like not you know in this kind of like setting, but I mean, it's just, it's, hum- it's humans, right? Like yeah. there's going to be people whose brains are running right. here, ones who are running here and then the things that you think about are different like what you were just yeah. describing i used to think about shit like that and when i was a little kid like, yeah when i was a little kid it started about like nine ten years yeah. old for me and then i would be completely freaked out yeah and then you know what i mean like i don't think that most kids do that they're not all have they're all they're not all i was like six years old thinking about Jesus. infinity and heaven and like because you know you got fed i got fed catholicism and I'm just thinking, well, how does that work? And then what, what came before that? And what happens to that? And then you start thinking, well, maybe and you think of forever. And then when you really get the concept of forever, it, fuck you. Know, it's like, okay. Now I'm just like, my brain's not built for this. So Yep. That's what uh, the one that got me, like more thinking about like environment and shit like that. When I was young, that was like 9, 10. But I do remember like being like, re- like, you know, five six seven years old and having that first time where you actually start to like comp- try to comprehend death mm-hmm. like what it really is yeah and that was what got me and because when you said the idea of forever like yeah. true infinity yeah like the idea of dying and there's just nothingness yeah, yeah. and that's what scares everybody Living. right yeah but that was you know when you're six or seven and that's the first time, like, right. that's fucking freaking out. It's terrifying now. It is. You ever go under anesthesia? Nope, I won't. I, re- <laughs> I told my wife, you never let them put me under unless I'm going to die without yeah. the surgery. Yeah. And that's it. That's anesthesia is like being off. It's like you close your eyes, then you open your eyes again, and there's people. It's not like sleep either. Sleep, you can tell time has passed. Yeah. It's not like that. I. That's kind of like my wife has had surgeries. Yeah. Like knee replacement, all and shit like that. I can't, and that's what she said. It's like you you go to sleep and yeah. you get woken up. Right. I don't yeah. have any interest in that. So I choose to do the Buddhist thing and 
go to non-attachment and I'm not attached to the outcome. Yeah. I'm just going to live in a moment. Uh, Buddhism. You know what? I got to get back to that um, that uh, podcast, the one you do about uh, philosophy, philosophize this. Yeah. Oh, I'll it's go a good back one. to that. It is good. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. If you, like, I find it better to take in that kind of subject material, like, in an audio manner than trying to read it. Right. Because I'm dumb. And <laughs> so, like, I can, I can, I have a harder time when I'm actually trying to read that shit. I'm a better listener than reader at this point. I used, yeah, I used to be a great reader. Me too. I used to devour books. Yeah. And now it's like page three. That's how I am now, too. It's yeah. like, I can't, I can't remember the last time I, it's been months since I read a, yeah physical book and which is not really something i should be fucking bragging about but <laughs> yeah i mean i've listened to books right but i haven't actually read one i'm a fan of the audiobook i like audiobooks yeah and if you you know if you go into certain good websites on the intranets yeah you can find them for free you can or if you have a library card you can go to libby and you can oh, really? check it out from the library. I didn't know that. Absolutely. Get the Libby, Libby app. Holy shit. Yep. You know what? Okay. How embarrassing is that for me? I'm a journalist <laughs> and a paralegal who does research. <laughs> and I didn't know that. That's pretty bad. Another life tip is uh, I do this when I'm listening to like educational podcasts. Yeah. Played about one and a half speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. I tried to once, but. No, it's a, it a little too it's much. It's a little fast. Yeah, it's a little too much. I like 1.5. I don't retain information the same way when I hear it, though. I'm like I'm a good listener, but I, I remember the broad general is general mm-hmm. idea, but not like specific details. Yeah, yeah, I kind of get like that too. It's like I gotta mm-hmm. take notes or, you know, have it there where I can go back to it and listen to certain points a couple times, like. You know, you're listening to it, and if you have something where you can bookmark it, you have to yeah. bookmark and then go back to it and then kind of, you know, I'm not trying to memorize the whole fucking thing, but I do, you know, there's certain high points that I want to pick up and make sure stick. Audible's good for that. Yeah. The Audible app. I've only tried it a couple It's too expensive. Yeah, it got to, I, I can't, like, I don't I don't buy a membership. I You get to keep your books. Yeah, but, yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not worth what it costs. No way. It's like. Because especially, like, I don't, I don't, I really don't care. Like, I have no compunctions about, like, borrowing yeah. media right. for free because they charge way too much money for yeah. it. You know, yeah. like, and I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I, I understand that people are pumping money into this, but they're fucking usually giant corporations. Yeah. And you're telling me that, like, if they just get, like, okay, you could take a movie like, like my favorite movie of all time is Goodfellas, right? Uh-huh. So you're like, I have a hard time not believing that you couldn't produce, like you couldn't take that story and have done it like, and I'm not, not the director because I do think the director you got to have, you uh-huh. know what I mean? But aside from Scorsese, he probably could have just scoured for, no-name actors who mm. could have done those roles and probably done them just as well as those guys. I don't know. Those are pretty good guys. They are. They're great. <laughs> but, like, you ever, okay, you ever, like, watched a show or something like that and there's, like, just some little, 
you know, like Yeoman Number Five, and uh-huh. and but like they're acting in like one scene, they get like four lines, but they kill it, yeah. you know, yeah, and you never see that person again, and you and like I frequently wonder, could they do that? You know what I mean? In longer in, mm. in a longer thing, and I just I think that's where good actors come from. They're that guy. And then that guy just gets bigger and bigger parts, and then eventually that guy gets to charge more. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it usually <laughs> works. It's just I don't know that yeah. whatever it is that sets people, like, like for example, like De Niro. Well, I mean, honestly, all the guys in Goodfellas yeah. turned in fucking phenomenal. Lorraine Bracco, too. Oh, it's a classic. It is. It's like, that's why it's my, I mean, it's my favorite movie. But... I just I, I look at that and I'm like, okay, you give those guys their due because they're all great actors, uh-huh. you know. But I just I think about that stuff sometimes because like I'm a you know I'm a movie and TV freak and I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to justify me using Cody or some other streaming thing for free to be able to watch all this shit without paying for it. I I think ad based stuff is fine. Like if you did you read the paper today? I didn't. Is it yeah. out? The new app? Yeah, because I was kind of thinking that this one subject would be something we could talk about today. We can. I heard my son on the front page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. I better go to the store and get some. Really nice picture, too. Did you take I that one? I took that, yeah. That's a beautiful picture. I'm not bad sometimes. It, yeah, man, that was really, really good. One in a hundred is good. Margie and I this morning, we were looking at the, you know, we were looking at the paper, like, you know, because ship it out today and all that. And uh, it was like, we were both like, wow, that's a beautiful picture. Everybody was really pleased with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put it up on the thing and show them. Because like, <laughs> yeah. it was like it is. It's really, really good. The event was good. Yeah? Yeah. I imagine it would be. I heard that when PJ does that. It's, He's you know, one of the okay ones. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a. I know like the whole cop thing. Yeah. I still am like, we need cops. And don't bash you'll, our cops. You'll but. get over that as soon as they bash you. <laughs> I've had it happen before. So. <laughs> of course, I kind of... I'll call them archops well, so they, when they have a different handbook. Yeah. They didn't bash me, <laughs> but they definitely took me in when they didn't have to. Yeah. And not that I'm not saying I... some At one point or another, my interactions with them, that I didn't deserve it at some point, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so I was... I wrote an article this week, and okay. it was about the monthly meeting. Okay. So this is the St. Regis Monk Tribes monthly meeting. Yeah. Juicy, juicy, the juicy. May monthly meeting. Juicy, juicy. It was crazy. But that was why I was wondering if you'd read it. Okay, so I have it. So let me know. Let's yeah. Let our listeners know what happened. What's going on? So I'm at the meeting. I'm covering it for the paper. And for everybody who's listening to this, I don't know if you know, but I've been working for Indian Time for a few months now. So I go to cover the monthly meeting. And I'm there in my capacity as a writer, so I am not in the kind of mindset where I'm going to speak as a community member, right? Because I'm there doing my job as a reporter. So the meeting goes along, and it just, like, there's these weird things that keep happening. There's SRMT employees in the back, and they're, like, shooting stuff out, like, interjecting when community members are speaking, and like not in a nice tone and like i sit in the back council tables in the front and i sit in the back to try to kind of stay out of the way of everything you know take my notes and all that stuff and uh i was like what the hell 
And then the seniors benefit came up and, you know, there's all kinds of rumors going around about the seniors benefit. You know, there's people saying they're going to cut it, you know, they're going to change it, whatever. Um, and I think the message was pretty clear from council that they are committed to, you know, they're committed to keeping it, you know, whatever. I mean, take that for what you will, but all of a sudden, Michael and Ron were, it was like a switch went off or something, and they started to berate people. Like, and, and this is the thing in the article, I spoke about them kind of being unprofessional towards a community member, and mm -hmm. like, they it really was, it was mean. It, yeah. it was, it was okay. mean and inappropriate. And uh, so, I didn't say any specifics about one person because it was dark in there and I couldn't, I could see who they, like they were directing their words towards, uh -huh. but they didn't point, they didn't say name. Yeah. So you couldn't really, you know, say, well, I know that they were talking to this right. person. You could see them making like oh, yeah. eye contact towards them. Okay. So. Sounds like lateral violence to me. It was <laughs> like, no man, it was straight yeah. up like. It was like I was shocked and frankly I was embarrassed. Hmm. And it was and that wasn't even the end of it. And so and like me, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, we have a Duda sitting right here, and they're accusing her of having secret meetings about the seniors' benefit and disseminating rumors and hmm. about it and all this. And like they were it was clearly personal for them. Hmm. So that happened. And then there was another community member who started talking about the tribal court. Now, mm -hmm. you and I have talked about the tribal court off at of this. Length. At length. Not a fan. Neither am I. And I worked there for five years. I might have said something when I ran for chief about them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we both did actually, and I believe we both talked about it on Meet the Candidates night. Yeah, while Judge Garo was running and overseeing one of my cases. Yes, <laughs> that was. Hey, man, you know what? I'm self-destructive, man. This is yeah, but this is what fuck those weirdos. You need you got it. You have to say it. You know, fuck it's got to be said. Hey, man, I, I I'm not gonna say that they're weirdos, but they are weirdos. If you got an issue with like you you. You're a court, conduct yourself in the proper way, and then, you know, keep it moving. But so community <laughs> member brings up this issue that they've wanted counsel to address, you know, for months. And I've heard it before. And uh, so Bev starts talking, and she goes on this, like, rhetorical, because this person was talking about, um, bias against longhouse people in the tribal court. Oh, I, I might have heard a thing or two about that before. Yes, because, and that was the thing too. I didn't want to say anything because that was kind of something that had happened to me. And so, you know, they're speaking, they talk about that. When Bev, Bev starts talking and she goes into this like rhetorical word salad, you know, it almost sounds like when they talk about like truth and reconciliation. Yeah, they just bore you to death with a speech. Right. It's, 
you know, we all have to be accepting of each other and we're trying to find our way back to who we are. And it's those always rhetorical, way off in the future. Yeah. Someday this took so hundreds of years, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So we don't have that. Oh, fuck it. I'm going home. Yeah. And that's what, and, I, and I'm sitting here listening to it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being particularly critical of the, you know, thinking critically of this because I'm a reporter and it's my job mm-hmm. to, you know, report what's going on. And I know I'm going to ask questions after. So she says all this stuff had nothing to do with what, you know, this community member had brought up. And I am not bullshitting you. I couldn't believe this happened. She gets done speaking and people start fucking clapping. And it was those employees who had been shouting shit out yeah. at community members while they were speaking. And guess who else? Who else? Council table. Okay. And I was like, jaw. <laughs> Theater. It, yeah. And I, I was like, and mind you, I'm taking notes. So, and I'm, and I'm taking notes on my phone. So I'm taking notes and I'm trying to like look up while I'm writing to see who was clapping. And like, you know, full transparency, I couldn't tell exactly who all was clapping. I knew I saw two. And so meeting breaks, I go up there and I ask Michael and Ron questions because those were the two who started to get really defensive and about the seniors benefit. Yeah. And then they also were the ones that I thought I saw clapping when Bev finished her rhetorical Mm -hmm. words. So that happens. I go up and like, when I asked Ron about the, um, about, because what I said to both of them on that topic was, were you, clapping when bev stopped speaking mm-hmm. and michael was quiet and ron said yeah I, I started clapping and i asked him why and so he tells me he said because i think she was right and i said you know it was basically i'm asking do you have an issue though that you know your fellow council member didn't address even remotely what the community member had brought up mm-hmm. and he was kind of like, you know, looking for his words and said something. And then I kind of like followed up because I didn't want to let that go. I wanted right. to know why. And he acknowledged that it had nothing to do with what the community member brought up. And so I said, and this is how I ended the story in the paper. I, I, so I was, I kind of like pushed on, you know, for an answer on that again in the last thing he said was, you're going to have to ask Bev about that. Hmm. And I I was like, are you, like, this is crazy to me. Like, who the fuck claps like that for word salad that answers no questions? Right. I was like, I mean, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm the only one who thinks that that's weird or that it needed to be reported. But I don't know. It was strange to me. Like they were on the attack and then clapping for nothing. So is it is it is it a ploy? Is the whole thing a plant? Is the whole thing structured and and uh, created like theater? Maybe even I, I I know I have years ago participated in like 
politics a bit, and mm-hmm. I, I saw how they orchestrated it. Honestly, that's why I don't, because I did see how prior council people would do that sort of thing, and it grossed me out. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how bureaucrats operate when they think you're on their side, and it grosses me out. And honestly, like the French Revolution wasn't always wrong. No. Like, like I can see how you get to that place where... You bring out the guillotine. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, they were starving. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that problem around here. No, definitely not. <laughs> but See this? Yeah. <clears throat> or is it so many of our people are completely reactive and don't possess critical thinking skills or don't employ them, especially when they're emotional? Because I've, I've run into that in social media even recently. Mm-hmm. I've run into people being very reactive over what didn't turn out to be even true. Right. And these are, these aren't like, you know, your typical, you know, stereotypical person who would see, these are people with master's degrees who have been involved in politics and economic development and all that sort of stuff. And some of them have run for chief themselves. Mm -hmm. And, and all of these people had a very strong opinion over something they were completely wrong about. And they didn't even bother to stop themselves and say, Hey, maybe I shouldn't comment Right. In a reactive manner before I actually learn anything at all. Yep. Which to me is, you know, we always like to make hay about the good mind. I mean, the good mind, even friends, it drives them crazy. I'm learning, like I'm learning to navigate that myself. That when I hear something, I just immediately get pissed off and I'm going to fucking say something on Facebook and solve zero problems with it. Yep. But I'm going to feel like I did something and actually, you know, do a little critical thinking. Yep. So... I'm wondering if this are those related? Like, is this whole thing people just being emotional and so emotional that they're easily manipulated and easily uh, convinced by just plain oration, or is this a plant? I honestly felt, to me, it felt genuine. Uh huh. Um, I felt like, well, at least the portion about the, I felt that the portion regarding the seniors' benefit. That felt like genuine, like that just happened, mm-hmm. and that. But they were being reactive, you know. Yeah. And and honestly, you know, I get I, I can get pretty wild, you know, mm-hmm. like when I start in a debate or yeah. whatever. And I think it's natural for a person to, you know, if they're hearing rumors and it's kind of directed at them and the job that they do, you know, that sort of thing, that. You know, it's it's. It, I think it's natural to potentially have initial thoughts of, you know, this is an attack on me, mm-hmm. and I want to yell about it. Yeah. You know, I, I get that, but, and and I don't ever want to hear anybody say because well they're humans too. Yeah, they are, but you signed up for mm-hmm. to serve the community. You are the face and voice of our people to New York state, the counties, the towns, Mm -hmm. the federal government, you know, like you are. Yeah. You went out, had all your cousins vote for you. Yeah. Hey man. You you had to go to their house and tell them a couple lies. And, and that is true, (laughs) you know, but at the end of the day, you are in that position. So conduct yourself accordingly. And none of them are dumb enough to know that that's that those attacks aren't what happens. And there are people that are straight up against them. Yep. I mean, there's there's people who straight up would like to dissolve the elective council. Yes. Like, if you're traditional, that's your default standing. 
you're you're full of shit, but you that, 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 I was that, gonna is, say, that is still the way the default mode is that this is yep. an imposition and violates the great law. So if you're traditional, it's no go there. Yep. I and mean, nobody does anything about it. See, <laughs> well, that's that's what you know what I mean. That, that's the thing is like nobody does anything it's something about you just it. Say, and me personally, you know, like like you were saying earlier is like, you know, too too wayward without a longhouse, great law followers, wandering Ronin. But the thing is, is that that I, you know, ideal world, yeah, you get rid of the elected councils and you form a government based on truly on the principles of the great law. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. No, you know. So I under, you know, so like I'm realistic about this shit. I know that we have the elected councils; they're not going away anytime soon. Nor do I necessarily think. First of all, I wouldn't want to get rid of them without something to implement to handle all of our community, which is <laughs> what a lot of people seem to want to do, which is really fucking stupid. Oh, wait, you know how much crack I could sell? Dude, I, <laughs> I'm telling like, doesn't that drive you nuts when people are like, throw, let's throw out the councils? And I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do after that? I'm yes and no on it. Um, uh, no. I'm yes and no in that um, the power of momentum is going to make sure, and the power of entropy will make, make sure it will probably just either stagnate or get worse. Mm-hmm. And um, the the impetus of the people to get involved, enough people to get involved, because it doesn't affect them enough. Right. To, and if it doesn't affect them enough, is it, is it necessary at all? That's why they don't vote now. Yeah, yeah. So, so is it, or can we just all sit on our phones and just vote for individual projects just, just with a button and just let it, you know, if, if, you, if, if you have a tribal card, you get the tribal app and we just direct democracy to shit. You mean like ballot initiatives? Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, actually, that's really that's really how it works in the longhouse. Well, it's supposed to. I mean, it's a small, like, we have a lot of government for what's a town smaller than Messina. <laughs> Are you sure we're smaller than Messina? Well, the tribal side is. And the Canadian side, if you take them separately, they're probably smaller than Messina. Combined, okay. they're probably they're still smaller than Messina. Yeah, no, I was just asking. Cause I think I, about what are our population numbers truly? I have, 15, exactly like I have 18. no idea what the true population numbers are. Even if it's under twenty, it's under twenty thousand. Sure, definitely. So it's it's a small town. Yeah, because from what I the last number I heard on total enrollment for the tribe mm-hmm. was sixteen thousand, and I'm pretty damn sure that MCA is lower because. It's harder to get on the band over there. I don't know. Yeah. I thought MCA's was higher. I know they have more houses. Well, they also, um, MCA will back mortgages yeah. because it's different on the Canadian side. Right. When I worked for Nation Building, I had to learn some of the stuff and promptly forgot all of it pretty much when I left there. But um, MCA does back mortgages with like through Bank of Montreal. And so that's why there's more houses over there mm. and stuff. I don't know why the council. I mean, we've talked about housing before, you know. Like, I know there's a history with a failed banking system here on the res. Back yeah, the I don't know the whole details. But I don't know of the that. details enough to talk about it. No, neither do I, and I don't know that. I mean, I, I've talked to an economist and stuff. Like, he's a white guy, but he, you know, he's an economist. Economist, a white guy, no way. Yeah, I, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like. Man, fucking economics is so boring. Like, it really is to me. But, yeah, it just, like, all of this stuff kind of goes back to, like, I'm trying to come back to, you know, the initial thing we were talking about. And I really like 
you know, when you said reactive, that really shone. Mm-hmm. You know, it really shone brightly in there. It was like I I really was. I was embarrassed. Like mm-hmm. because you you like everybody has a bad day and all that. Yeah. I get it. But you've got a month mm-hmm. to prepare for this shit. Right. Get it out at home and don't bully an elder yeah. who's sitting in front of you and mind you, I I know there there were some seniors who were having meetings about mm-hmm. the benefit. Far as I know, it wasn't necessarily secret. Mm-hmm. And the person who they were directing their vitriol to was not the elder who hmm. was having those meetings. Interesting. Yeah. And I know if it's the meetings that I think that they were talking, which I'm pretty sure it is, it wasn't that person. Man, they should hear the thing we say at our meetings. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, like, I just, that reactivity, it just, it bothers me. And like, I like to think, because I've talked about being reactive. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm reactive frequently. I'm better than I used to be. Yeah. But, I mean, well, not frequently anymore, but I can recognize when I am. Mm-hmm. And you know as well as I do, you just laid out a good case for it. Being reactive is not the way you want to approach a situation. It's almost like we have a great law of peace that pretty much says <laughs> don't be reactive yeah. when it's time to make a decision. Yeah. And we'll do a whole bunch of weird ceremonies to get your mind off the ground. or And we'll set up a protocol and procedure <laughs> where you bring an issue to the floor and then... Put it out to the people. You go to the clans. Mm-hmm. You come. You gotta reach consensus. Then you come back. Oh, we have to go then to clans now. I know why the tribe doesn't want to go traditional. Yeah, exactly. But I'm bumps. Got it. <laughs> but I mean that. You know what I mean. That's the thing. Is like, it's just take a little hint from it. You know what I mean. Like yeah. I couldn't believe that. Like honestly, I would not have expected them to react that way to a senior in public. And, you know, like, I've heard stories of, you know, council members that maybe got, you know, a little salty, whatever. But I I, I certainly, you like, the rumors, you know, that we always hear are, they'll do that, but it's behind closed doors. Oh, I've seen screaming. So, I, I that's what I'm wondering. Like, that's, that's the other side of this is, like, I hear that and I, I've seen, I've seen screaming matches. Yeah. Back in the day, like. You know, oh, in a meeting? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard no, no, those stories. Yeah, tribal meetings. Yeah, that's just, what I've that's, heard those That's why they have those tribal protocols to kind of put a kibosh on that sort of thing. But yeah, I've seen screaming matches. I've seen people threatening violence. I've heard that there were fights, like in the 80s, oh, that there were oh, fights Oh, in the before. 80s, it was fucking yeah. madness. <laughs> the sound is so fun. I wish it was like that again. I know. That's what, like, <laughs> I don't know. I think about the way, like, I grew up, and I'm like, shit. I mean... A lot of the stuff I got to do was cool. It's totally inappropriate, but <laughs> I, I shouldn't have been hanging out in a bar yeah. when I was five, you know, like just all day long. <laughs> it wasn't really a smart thing to do. I, I don't think it's appropriate for child. I was thinking about. I was thinking about this sometimes. I don't think it's appropriate for tribal staff to vote. Hmm. I think they're too enmeshed in the system. I don't think that. I don't think they get to count as the people anymore. I think that the behavior that was shown on Saturday would normally I would just say flat out no mm-hmm. you're wrong mm-hmm. and 
if you're one of us, you get to vote. Mm-hmm. What I saw on Saturday would actually make me pause mm-hmm. because that was also really inappropriate, unprofessional, and that was also a little embarrassing. In, in my mind, as someone who's an employee, you're a cog in the system, operating right. system, so you're a servant of the system. Yeah. So I, I'm not so certain you should have you, – you, it's like a conflict of interest for you to be – to have a voice here. It's just like, you know, uh, I believe it's some countries active soldiers can't vote. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Or maybe it's during wartime. Something like that. Could be. But yeah. This is fuzzy knowledge. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, but like I actually, I, I I can understand your logic how you got there. I yeah, can. Yeah. I really can. But I really would never have even considered agreeing with what you said until saturday and, and no guns came out i've seen people bring guns to travel meetings <laughs> jesus it was like it was so strange like i get out i get out of the meeting i ask my questions and then i scoot the hell out of there and i immediately start texting my wife and my boss mm-hmm. and like okay the meeting was really weird like i can't believe i just saw what i just saw and then I just had to like say it to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Because it was it was like it was quite odd to me. Mm. Like I mean, I've seen you know, I've seen spirited debates happen at mm-hmm. meetings and all that, but like, I I've never saw anything where I would have said you know, and I've been to a fair number of meetings over the years. I've never saw a meeting where I came out saying. That was completely unprofessional by counsel, and hmm. they should be ashamed. Hmm. And Saturday was that. Really? Yes. Yes. That was... Get it together, guys. Yeah. I mean, Do some it, yoga. It was, I know a guy. And like I said, I get it. People have bad days, but you can't do that. Yeah. That, you can't do that. You got you to gotta handle that, like, you know, at home or whatever. Go take a ride or mm-hmm. go jump in the river go or something. Go smoke a fat joint. Yeah, like that's what I do. That's a. I went home and smoked a big fat one, and then, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have said it like that. And then I took a nap. That's why I was late getting here. But yeah, I mean, it was. I don't know. It was. It was crazy. So you're looking forward to next month? I am. I'm. Well, there's there's more there's more that may be coming to the story. I'm just trying to piece it all together and see if there's. Of there, there, uh-huh. you know, but I can't really say anything without knowing, you know what I mean, knowing more yet. But that's it be called being wise. Yes, <laughs> I may not be too bright, but I'm bright enough <laughs> to know where I need to be very careful of yeah. what I say. Well, you can, huh? you yeah. Know, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. Uh, no, you and I don't that's, have that handicap. Well, you know what? Actually, I, I was wondering what you would think about this. Uh huh. Because ever since Saturday, like, I leave the meeting, and I ask those questions, and, you know, honestly, like, during the meeting, I was flabbergasted, and I was, like, I just didn't feel good. You know, like, Mm -hmm. just a blah thing to say, but I just didn't feel good. Okay. But later that day, and then over the ensuing days... I started to feel guilty hmm. because even now I think I should have said something when they were doing that okay. to the elder. That tracks. 
And mind you, this is an elder that I am close with, you know, okay. like, you know, friends and someone that I've spent, you know, a fair amount of time with. Um, but uh, even aside from that, any, you know, any person shouldn't have been treated like that, particularly an elder or if it was a child, you know, but, um, I felt guilty because I didn't say anything because Mm. I'm there, you know, doing my job. So I'm like, I don't know if I should do that. Right. You know what I mean? And I, and I've been feeling badly about that ever since was like, I probably should have just said something, you know, I did like, I didn't have to jump up and scream at them or anything, but just remind them you're talking to one of our people who is an elder. I I think that's, and a woman. I I, I do think that's, um, that's like the bystander thing. And there's that. And and there's also uh, just longhouse people are more empowered too. Mm -hmm. So when you don't use your power, you kind of feel like you let, you let the dark side win. I'll be honest. I do. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Because first of all, it would have been good for this person to see me actively supporting them mm-hmm. because I should have. And and see, this is something different with the show that we can talk about. Like, I'll, I'll lay out my flaws if I think mm-hmm. I'm wrong. And I've said that before. If I was wrong, I'll tell you and I'll, you know, correct it. Mm-hmm. The ne- if that ever happens again, I won't just, you know, yeah. I won't because, you know, I'm, I'm worried about my conflicts with my job and, right. you know, just being a human being. And, you know, you're right. You know, if you're someone who follows the great law or, you know, does your best to, you do have power. Everybody mm-hmm. has power, your voice, your mind. That's your power. Mm-hmm. And you have a duty to help people. Yeah. You know, do no harm, right? I mean, if but if you're gonna do harm, do so much. Harm. Oh yeah, if you're gonna, <laughs> if I'm doing harm, I'm getting a war club. And, if I'm doing harm, I'm gonna see how many limbs I can break before the police get there. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah I guess this this is definitely gonna get us elected at some point. <laughs> I but, mean, if I had been elected, my secret police would have rounded all those people up by now anyway. So, I mean, there would there would be red flags flying from the top of the building. Oh god! I mean, we would have stormtroopers. That would be great. Would you use brown shirts again? No, man. Brown doesn't track. I want like, no. I want them. To, I want them. I'm a Dune fan, so I, you know it's gonna be like flowy, Jedi kind of stuff. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Roby kind of. Roby kind of. You know, maybe linen and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But yeah. Underneath, like body armor. Okay. Like cool body armor. I've never watched Dune or read the book. The the book, the book I recommend. It's very good. Uh, I like the new movie. Some people who some people find it a little slow because it's a lot of exposition. It's long, right? It's long, but I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The costumes are great. So I'm not usually like into the costumes or anything, but I do like a good movie. They capture the world well. Yeah. Yes. That's why I've always heard that the book is like amazing. Yeah. And so it'll be like the Fremen. That's yeah. right. Well, Fremen. That's that's the guys. It's it's like desert people. Okay. Desert warriors who ride giants and worms. Oh, so they're like the um They're the indigenous people. No, but in the in Star Wars, you know the ones who live in the desert? Um, oh yeah, the, the Jawas. Jawas, yeah. No, no, the, it's more like the sand people. Okay. Yeah, you know how the okay. sand people are? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's more like the sand people, but they're also like 
it basically is the environment is so hard it creates the hardest people in the galaxy. Oh, and that's and then they have this extra power because they have this spice, which is a, probably an allegory for oil. Okay. So and these are the hardest fighting, suffering people because it's just the environment created them that way. Yeah. Just like our environment in the past created us. Did in, you into hard hard monkey people? Have you ever heard? Um, I've heard Rogan talk about this before. He said he believes that people who live in the Northeast mm-hmm. are hardier and tougher because we all live through the I winter. That, I, I, I actually well. agree with that. Yeah. I do think that there's something to that. In the Midwest. I yeah, mean, in the Midwest, Midwest definitely. Midwest people are known for being... Yeah. I mean, if you're going to live in... You know, if you're living in a place where four, five months out of the year, yeah. it's brutal cold and you're just... I mean, it Dealing was 26 it? degrees last night, and we're in May. Was it really 26? It was. Jesus and Christ. we're in May. So the last time it was 70 degrees was like <laughs> last September. All all of my seedlings are done. Yeah. I couldn't put it. Like, I started them, and I was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, in a couple of weeks, it'll be warm uh, enough to put yeah. just put them outside. See, my, my laziness is wisdom. <laughs> yeah, I know I, that. I, I read I read this, the portents, and it said it's going to be cold. The ancestors they spoke to my mind. <laughs> Speak this into is, the wind. This is start your weed next week. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm just gonna grow auto flowers this year. But my veggie seedlings, they're all fucked. Yeah, like, not much I can do about it now. Just replant. I'm gonna have to restart. Yeah, I might just direct sow at this point. Yeah, I mean the tomatoes. The only way that that's gonna really work out is if it stays warmer into October, but. I pretty much grow stuff that I can't buy for my neighbors. Yeah. Like, yeah, like sweet corn. I could, my, my neighbors are the Brockway farm. They make great sweet oh, corn. He used to be the yeah. Roger, the old man. I don't think he grows anymore. He was growing until he was like 90. His corn was great. Wow. So why am I going to grow sweet corn when I, for a dollar, I can buy like, so I, that's why I just grow like heirloom varieties. I think I'm going to grow red corn this year. I saw someone had red corn. <laughs> I don't remember where the fuck I saw that, but. They had red corn, and yeah. I was intrigued. I was intrigued, you know. Yeah. Like, I wonder what it's like. And tastes like corn. Well, of course, <laughs> but I always wonder, like, because I don't think I've had like too many different varieties of like, oh no, our yeah, like our corn. Yeah. So, and to be honest with you, they all taste the same pretty much yeah. to me. Like those of us at the big long house have been doing that stuff for years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. We're, we're growers, not showers. Yeah. That's- <laughs> 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 For all you listeners out there, now you've heard it. <laughs> Growers, not sure. Hey, maybe we should have named the show that. <laughs> That'll be this episode. Yep. I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm, That's pretty I'm, funny. Actually, it's pretty funny. But I'm trying to keep it like. I know. Well, I think we did a pretty <laughs> good job. Whew. Okay. And Sage gets the machine with me, Joshua, and Isaac. Yes, we're coming at you. Find us on YouTube, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, all the things. Go see our sister podcast, Women's Dance, and, of course, the Aboriginal Outlaws podcast, the originator, the the, polly, I said the pollinator today. <laughs> it is. It's the pollinator. And good night. Good, good night. Good luck. Later. Later. I should do one more welcome just to make a second episode.